0: medicine, the use of aerosol therapy appears to be beneficial in patients with pulmonary disease. Certain populations of our patients may respond to aerosol therapy, especially cats with asthma, dogs with chronic inflammatory airway disease or chronic bronchitis, or dogs with underlying lung pathology, like pulmonary fibrosis, aspiration pneumonia, or even kettle cough pneumonia. Now, most of the recommendations in veterinary medicine about inhaled medications are extrapolated from human medicine. In human medicine, aerosol generators that are used include nebulizers, dry powder inhalers, or what they call DPIs, or meter dose inhalers, what we call MDIs. In this podcast, we're only going to focus on meter dose inhalers, or MDIs, as it's the most commonly used. Now, the use of asthma inhalers in veterinary medicine has become more commonplace and can be a safe alternative way of providing pharmacological intervention. Plus, it's way easier than pilling cats. That said, clinicians must be aware of the pros and cons of using asthma inhaler therapy and understand the mechanism of how these products work. MDIs work by creating particles that can be distributed into the upper and lower airway. The use of a pressurized propellant, hydrofluoroalkane, or HFA, is what is used. Keep in mind that how well an aerosolized drug works, in other words, how well it's distributed in the airway, depends on the size of the particle. Very small particles 1 to 5 micrometers reach the lung periphery, while particles 5 to 10 micrometers settle in the lower airways. Larger particles greater than 10 micrometers are trapped or removed in the upper airways. Thankfully, nuclear scans have shown that medications delivered by MDIs do reach the lung well and can have systemic effects. In other words, they're absorbed systemically to a degree too. Clinically, We see this when we give a few too many albuterol plasma puffs and our patient becomes tachycardic. What does this mean and how do I apply it to my feline asthma patient? First, keep in mind that the biggest error that I see veterinarians dispensing asthma inhalers and AeroCat or AeroDog chambers is that they use it with severe lung disease. While MDIs work great, I typically only reserve their use on an as-needed basis. One of the most common mistakes I see is a patient being diagnosed with severe feline asthma based on radiographs only to go home with an asthma inhaler. While this is good for rescue therapy, that cat still needs an aggressive course of oral steroids like oral prednisolone for several weeks prior. Don't use asthma inhalers as primary stand-alone therapy unless the radiographs are normal. My rule, if you have abnormal radiographs consistent with moderate to severe asthma, systemic prednisolone is a must first. Second, you have to make sure the owner knows how to use your asthma inhaler. I love directing them to the website fritzthebrave.com, which is a great pet owner website with information on how to care for a cat with asthma. Showing that pet owner, hands-on, how to appropriately administer oral medications and inhaled medications is imperative. Third, keep in mind that these inhalers can be expensive. On average, $70 to $100 an inhaler, but they can be very effective. The two most common asthma inhaler medications used in veterinary medicine are albuterol, a beta agonist, or fluticasone, a glucocorticoid often called Flovent. Typically, albuterol can be used in cats as needed. It shouldn't be used routinely. If the patient requires routine therapy, again, it needs oral medications. Typically in cats two puffs of albuterol is sufficient. With albuterol, each canister has approximately 200 puffs, and you're typically delivering 90 micrograms per puff. For flaticazone, you can overlap inhaled therapy with oral prednisolone when starting it. These come in different dose forms with each flow vent canister containing approximately 120 puffs. Some of these canisters deliver 44 micrograms per puff, some 110 micrograms per puff, and some 220 micrograms per puff. Make sure you're checking to see which one you're scripting out. Typically, in cats, we recommend Flovent at 110 micrograms inhaled every 12 hours as needed, but this can be increased as necessary. For dogs, you can also overlap fliticazone with oral prednisolone and give 110 to 440 mics every 12 hours as needed, depending on the size of the dog in response to therapy. Please note that N-acetylcysteine should not be used as an aerosol in pets because it's very irritating to the airway and can cause bronchospasm. When in doubt, keep in mind that both inhaled and oral drug therapy is often necessary in your respiratory patients.